millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are going to talk about not only Bill and Ted Face the Music, but Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bonus Journey. We're just going to we're just talk about all three of the movies today. Yeah. 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 And you had a Bill and Ted week watching yes. all of them. Yes. Um, I watched, uh, I made a marathon out of it because I didn't think, uh, because now uh, Kimmy permanently watches everything with me now. And um, I don't think she had seen, she had not seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or, and I hadn't seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I hadn't even seen the second uh-huh. one. So uh-huh. we, uh, we made a little marathon out of it. And uh, yep, throughout the week we watched all three of them. And uh, it was, it was quite joyous and bodacious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that first one, man. The, the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is such a great movie and it always makes me so happy to watch that movie it it really is it's it's such a classic it's such and bill and ted are such iconic characters and i will never forget never ever 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 forget that when we were at comic-con we saw those two Mm -hmm. girls dressed as Mm -hmm. bill and ted and Mm -hmm. we and we shouted down the hall at them um, wild wild stallions. stallions, and they turned yeah. around, and we all did the air guitar together, and yeah. it was it was the most magical, most magical thing that could have ever happened. It was pretty epic, and they were they looked just like them too. It was great. They had like I, I'm pretty sure one of them had like Bill's like you know crop top on, like it was it yeah. had, like his iconic crop top, and it's just it's it's amazing. It, it was amazing. Yeah, I definitely, I thought about that while watching the new movie. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Yeah, I did. Um, so, what did you think of Bogus Journey? Um, it was still, it was fun. I liked, I liked the addition of, of the Grim Reaper, Death. I thought it was really funny how he joins the band in the end. And, uh, and how they beat him and, and become back alive. Because they play a bunch of board games. And I guess Death is just horrible at board games. Yeah. Um, and then he joins the band. And then he joins the band. And <laughs> and uh, and I, I honestly had no idea that, that Bill and Ted's, like, second, second movie was going to be about their journey through death. Like, just through dying, basically. Yeah, they go to they heaven, spent, too. Yeah, they spent a lot of their time they they go to hell and they go to heaven like Mm -hmm. and they spend a majority of their movie like dead (laughs) yeah that's that's real interesting oh and the and just the the hilarious running joke that missy just keeps moving from younger man to younger man (laughs) is yes just hilarious especially in this new movie the third movie where she ends up marrying ted's 
younger brother Deacon. Yeah. And Deacon is played by Bet Beck Bennett. Beck yes, Beckett. Who? What's his name? Beck <laughs> Bennett. Beck Bennett, who, who we saw in New York. <laughs> who we at sat that, next at to restaurant. at Russ and Daughters. Yeah. Yes. Who we sat next to while we ate breakfast at Russ and Daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Where we were having some locks and latkes at Russ and Daughters and oh, Bagels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So just uh, full circle. Full circle. I know. I, I, I was <laughs> watching that with Danny, and I, I was like, oh, I sat next to him at Russ and Daughters in New York. And he was like, that was just the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm sure you've said more ridiculous. <laughs> That's so true. It's, yeah. Um... But yeah, the, the whole Missy thing was very silly, and uh, the brother does make an appearance in the first movie, right? Yes, he's the one who watches over Napoleon and like takes yes. him to get ice cream and takes him bowling, and then and then ultimately <laughs> right, just ditches right. him. Yeah, because he, you know, I actually saw somebody walking down the street with a shirt on that said, like last week, it said, um, I, I ate the piggly wiggly or whatever it is whatever napoleon oh the piggly wiggly like sunday this or... yeah it's like the the piggy i i i had the piggy sunday or something and i saw somebody in a t-shirt that had that on it oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah i, I remember when, I, when it was funny when kimmy was watching it she was like who would name their restaurant this because I, I think the restaurant was called like piggly wiggly or something it was something that had to do with pigs, piggy, and then because they go like oink 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 to, to yes, and they go yeah. oink oink oink. I mean, Napoleon is hilarious in that movie too. He really is. He's he's fantastic. Um, a lot of the historical <laughs> figures we meet are really cool, and uh, I guess I'm a little sad. Wild raging waters. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a little sad that in the second one we don't really see many historical figures because then because then that becomes uh, that be- it like. They bring it back in the third one with the like historical yeah. figures, which I think is really what made the first movie like so great is them just traveling back in time and learning, and yeah. uh, you know trying not to flunk history. Um, yeah, the, sec- the yeah. second one was just like so so serious because you know we so at the end of the first one we learn that Bill and Ted are basically going to write a song or you know write music that will unite the entire world and the entire world mm-hmm. become peaceful and love each other and whatever. And the second one is about someone who who doesn't want that to happen, and he wants to kill Bill and Ted, basically, because he wants anarchy. Yeah. And, um, and so they send a robot, they send some robots back in time, the evil uses. <laughs> I, and <laughs> I love right. how that is even brought into the third movie. Like, they just yeah. say evil uses, and like, uh, yeah. you know, older uses, or five-year uses, and... <laughs> they just it, it was very consistent even with the even with the new movie being made so much later in time mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. i i would say they kept things very consistent well they just have like a lot of the same motifs um and they just they kind of tell you just don't think too hard about it cuz it doesn't really make any sense and that you know like it doesn't it's it's like absurdist comedy it kind of just is this this really kooky kooky world that you know we're not supposed to take that seriously and we're just supposed to enjoy the ride yeah exactly exactly yeah 
Um, I did, I did literally just watch this, this third movie. Um, I, I watched it, like, less than an hour ago. Like, I just yeah, finished did. it. Yeah. So, and I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Um, I didn't think it was, like, so laugh out loud funny, but I, of course, I enjoy watching it. I, like, enjoyed seeing all the new characters um, I loved that Christian Shaw was involved and, uh, Holland Taylor and, you know, also the daughters, I'm, I'm fans of, uh, both Samara Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne as well. So it was cool to see them in the movie. Yeah. The only thing I know that, uh, I know that she's an atypical. Is she in anything? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just I watched that show. So that's what I, I know them from. I believe yeah. Bridget is a non identifies as non binary. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wasn't aware I, of that. I, yeah, I think cool. that they. I, I apologize if I say she, but I think that they um, are kind of one of the outspoken um, actors out there talking about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Samara Weaving, um, I watched that other movie that she's in, um, the Ready or Not movie that she she was in. I like that one. Oh, Ready or Not. Oh, yeah, that movie looked kind of funny. It was like a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about like the girl who gets married into that weird family where they where they have to play like hide and seek or something, right? And she yeah. Has to live. Yeah, they're, like, trying to murder her the whole time. I watched it on a plane. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, all right, I don't think I've seen... I don't think I've seen her in anything else. Uh, I'm just looking at Bridget Bridget's IMDb page, and they were born August 10th, 1994, so they are just slightly younger than us. <laughs> really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I really liked them as, uh, as uh, the the... I mean the, the daughters, daughters of, yeah. of Bill and Ted. They were um <laughs> they were Silly. they were really funny and I think yeah. and I think they really helped uh maybe not not like kind of bring Bill and Ted back, but I mean the fact that they were just like Bill and Ted like and almost and not not in every way, but like, you know, they tried they're to be basically very very similar. Like, <laughs> yes, very they're basically like neo Bill and Ted that are just like a little bit more into um, music history and theory and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think it helped to break it up because I really don't think we wanted to watch <laughs> older Keanu Reeves and older um, <laughs> and older Alex Winter be Bill and Ted for the entire movie. Um, yeah. So I I think they were a really good like breakup because um, they because then they did their back in time like journeying uh, to find. To find uh, Mozart and mm-hmm. uh, and Kid Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> well, he and just kind of appeared, but I yeah, know. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, yeah, and a Louis a, Armstrong. A really, really funny Louis Armstrong. That a guy very was hilarious. Funny, yeah, super he was funny just... Louis Armstrong. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and I love the fact that they that they um, they really enjoy lots of different sounds and rhythms that music has to offer and. Um, and I really like the song that they help uh, create at the very end of the movie. 
Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, on the on the one hundred and one freeway towards Pasadena, from from San yeah. Dimas. Yeah, and I I love that we saw almost everyone back in the third movie. You know, except for Rufus, which is pretty sad. Uh, did the actor, yeah, cause, did the actor die or something? Yeah, George Carlin. He's uh, oh. he was a comedian. You know, it's very popular stand up comedian. Yeah, he died quite a while ago. Oh, that's too bad. Cause I love yeah. I love Rufus. Yeah, Rufus is very good. I remember when I showed Danny, he's a he's a George Carlin fan. I showed him, I showed this movie him to this movie a couple years ago, and uh, he we watched it, and he was so excited that George George Carlin was in it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and even though um, Kristen Schaal is uh, is is pretty out there, I thought she was I thought she was really funny as a, she's as great Rufus's daughter. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about this hilarious? random robot in this movie yeah oh yeah okay so De- dennis dennis caleb mccoy who, <laughs> who we figure out later is, is the robot's name um yeah. so i guess so this robot is of course sent back with a mission to kill to kill bill and ted because they don't have the song and they literally have a day to figure it out um, and that's what prompts Bill and Ted to start going forward in time to find the the thems that have the song. Mm-hmm. And uh, and oh my gosh, we have to talk about that that, that couples therapy scene. Oh yes, I know okay, we will, we'll, but we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, and so this robot kind of has like an empathetic like kind of kind of portion. <laughs> it's to like him. sentient. Like, yeah. Like, it doesn't want to, it has morals. It's like, oh, I shouldn't shoot innocents. Like, yeah, because he already accidentally shot uh, Bill, Bill and Ted's dad. daughter. Daughter is their dad. Um, yeah. And, and all of the historical figures, um, before they got to them when they were able to get the song. And they're mm-hmm. like, we have it. And they're like, oh. He's like, oh, well, I killed your family. <laughs> yeah. And- I just saw that he's played by Anthony Kerrigan, who yeah. is the best character in Barry? I don't know if you watched Barry, but he's the um, oh. like he's the guy who plays Noho Hank. Um, is he like Noho in the very Hank is first couple of episodes? I, th- I think I've only seen the first two or three episodes. He is, yeah, he's in the whole show because he is a standout in that show, like hands he's down, right. like the okay. one of the funniest characters on television. He's so funny in that show. Okay, okay. Yeah, I wanted wanted to continue watching Barry. I don't know why I stopped. Season two is really good. Like, I really was impressed with it. Okay, okay. Hmm. Hmm. I am intrigued now. (laughs) And yeah, so because of this incident, so he doesn't want to kill Bill and Ted because they have the song, and they're like, well, you killed our family. We gotta go, we gotta go to hell and get them. Yeah. Um, And he's like, well, I don't want to kill you now. And then... And then he tries to, he basically tries to, to kill himself, um, and, <laughs> and Bill and Ted jump into the gun with him, and they all go to hell together, <laughs> that's how they end up in hell, and then So he, ridiculous. And then he somehow remembers that his name is Dennis, Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> yeah. Which is just And Kristen like, Shaw's like, Mom, you named him after my ex? Come on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And then, that, and then he likes to dance. And, and it's just, it's, he's, uh, wow. He's wow. (laughs) It's so silly. Okay, couples therapy. 
Yes. So they go, um, and I like how they kind of bring this up because it's, it's kind of a new, not new. I mean, Bill and Ted were pretty, pretty, uh, tied at the hip at the, the first two movies, but I guess you just never really thought about it until they really yeah. bring it to light in the third movie, um, mm-hmm. as, as like a plot point. Um, and basically, uh, Joanna and Liz want to go to couples therapy because I guess, uh, and, and we kind of find out what the reason is. It's that Bill and Ted never, never speak about themselves individually. They speak as yeah. a couple, basically. Yeah, um, they're two, they're one person. They are, they are both the same person, basically. And, uh, and when talking to their wives or showing affection to their wives, they say, <laughs> They say, we love you, not I love you, or Ted and I love you, or Bill and I love you. <laughs> yeah, like, we are together. <laughs> we so are together. Funny. We are in love. <laughs> and, and I guess, uh, and uh, that actress in it who's really funny. Um, Jamma Mays. Oh, no, oh, Jillian Bell. Yeah, yes, Jillian she played Bell. The, she was good, honestly. She played the like, therapist. Yeah, yeah, she was really funny. Yeah, um, um, I, I do like Jillian Bell. And, uh, and part of their reason for going back is to try and fix their, or go forward is try to fix their marriage as well, because, um, which I think is really, is, uh, and I wish they maybe brought this up a bit more, was that, you know, basically being told when they were teens that Bill and Ted were going to write a song that united the, the planet, like, mm-hmm. is, is, you know, and, and these, these teens at the time were just, like, really interested in, in music, kind of. I mean, they really weren't, um they really weren't putting a whole lot of effort into it and they were kind of like just doing it for fun. But, um, but I, I feel like after, at least the way they make it seem is that after they're told that they have this huge like destiny to fill, it, it like becomes not fun anymore. And they're just like yeah. doing it now as, as their purpose and as their only purpose. And I just feel like that took, that took the, the love of music away. And I kind of wish that it, it was very subtle, but I still caught it. And I just kind of mm-hmm. wish that they like, at least verbally said it. Like, I mean, uh, Keanu kind of brings it up, like Ted. He kind of yeah. says, like, you know, I, you know, we've tried this for years and we just can't fa- seem to figure it out and maybe it's just time we give up. Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of wish that they said that this huge destiny was, like, weighing on them, basically. And that's why they couldn't write the song. <laughs> it was because of all the pressure. Yeah, yeah. They didn't really, like, dive into it, but I thought it was pretty clear, because, like, there was, like, that whole beginning thing about, like, all their kind of decline of the band and stuff. Yeah, which a lot of the, um, which, uh, which I was reading, I was, uh, not obsessively, but, like, actively reading every, so at the end of Bill and Ted's bogus journey, um, after they, after they play the concert at the very end, Mm -hmm. um, all these newspaper headlines and magazine headlines come up, and, oh, one, of, and oh. one of them is uh, uh, "Death, Death goes solo," and Death oh. does, does like a solo band, and it's funny they when sued they sued Death <laughs> when they when they meet up with him, when they yeah. meet up with the, with Death in, in Hell, who's been demoted, yeah, <laughs> and who just kind of like lives in some swanky house like on the cliffside of, of such a, a nice like a lava pad he's got. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. And uh and he just plays like he just plays tetherball it looks like all day. Um and yeah, we find out that they sued him because he tried to take the name Wild Stallions. <laughs> and yeah, they were like you can't be Wild Stallions. We are Wild Stallions. 
Yeah, and the reason that they kicked him out of the band was because he was doing 40-minute-long bass solos. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought that the death was really funny. Like, every line that he said was hilarious. He was funny in the second movie, too. Like, I really liked death. I really liked the addition of him. Um... And uh, and I'm and I'm glad I watched the second movie because of Death because he's he was really funny. He's really. It's great the same the guy movie. who played Death in in Bogus Journey as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, William Sadler, really funny. Like, uh, like he his accent is just ridiculous. So it's, yeah, it's just really over the top. Yeah. It's so silly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I I just thought he was just. I, I really liked it. I like it's just the whole. I mean, I, the whole thing is is just ridiculous. Like I just can't. It's basically like a squashing of the first two movies, but then with like middle aged Bill and Ted. You know. Yeah, I was surprised that the third movie would have so much of the second movie because did you've seen the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. And so when Kid Cudi says "station" at the end. Like, that's mm-hmm. also a reference to the second movie when they meet, um, when they meet, like, these two, I don't know, while they're in heaven, they ask God to, to, uh, help them find some master inventors to help them make good robot us's to defeat the evil robot us's. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <sighs> and, and it, God points them to these two, um, beings of some sort, I'm not sure. They, they look like something right out of, a. Uh, David Bowie's The Labyrinth like it's something like that or like yeah. or like or like out of fucking uh like the magic crystal the dark crystal like yeah. they like the something something stuff. out of Jim Henson's mind basically yeah. um and and so they meet them and they're just <laughs> it's so ridiculous so <laughs> and then they they so they they speak they speak by only saying station and so they're called station and I never quite yeah. understood their purpose or like, or what, or what this was supposed to mean. <laughs> yeah. Because they're super smart and they build the robots and then they, they, they morph together to, to make one big version of themselves so, so that they can make this robot. And then they just only say station. And that, that <laughs> really confused me while watching the second movie. But then when Kid Cudi says station before he leaves, I was like, oh my God, they really, He's, he, He's one of those like He's a station. He's a station. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a super smart station. <laughs> Kid Cudi just randomly being there with all of these like really famous musicians and like yeah, historical yeah. figures. It's like Kid Cudi just kind of is in stuff, you know? Like he was in this most recent season of Westworld just casually. And and oh, really? like I never finished season season three of Westworld. It wasn't very good. No, I I got bored of it real fast by like episode three or four. It didn't end very well. It no. just it was not not <laughs> it was good. Not, it was not oh, well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too bad. But Kid Cudi was in it. Oh, yeah, I see that uh, he was like in four episodes or something. Yeah, he's wow. kind of like a main character in it. Wow! Oh, and he's also in Jexy, that that uh, that really bad movie we have on our roulette wheel. <laughs> like Kid Cudi is like one of those. He's just to me. He's been in 
He's been an, an actor for a while, and he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's also been a musician for a long time, and he just hasn't quite reached that level of stardom where it's like, yeah, Kid Cudi, the really good rapper or really good actor. Like, he's just kind of in between it, you know? Yeah, but I mean, he could also just be taking the, uh, and, and it's, it seems like, uh, seems like he kind of, he really picks and chooses uh, what he wants to be in, where, like, with Jared Leto, who's also a musician and an actor, he, like, um, I feel like, I, to me, I feel like Jared Leto is, like, super picky about what he's in. <laughs> like, super picky. Yeah, but Jared Leto's won an Oscar, and Kid Cudi has not won an Oscar. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. I'm not uh, holding him up to that standard or anything. No, I'm not no. saying that he has to be you don't, like you don't. You don't have to. Jared Leto's a, a, a wacko. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kid Cudi can do can do whatever he damn well pleases. Oh um, yeah, and I I like him too. It's definitely yeah. like I I do really like him. He's just one of those people that it's just like he shows up a lot, and you could completely not notice him. You know? Yeah, I honestly didn't didn't know that that he was in that he was in other stuff like i not aware was not aware (laughs) yeah he's he's like a normal actor yeah 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 um so let's look at these uh these plot keywords oh oh, okay unless you want to talk about something else um i really want ted's uh vest in the second Mm. movie with, like, mm-hmm. the, the big smiley face on the back, and it's red. Yeah, he has smiley faces throughout. He has smiley faces on his shirt when he's an old man, and he has, like, smiley tattoos when he's in prison, and he has, like, the smiley oh. face uh, on his guitar strap. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, the smiley face on the guitar strap. Okay. Oh, I didn't even notice the tattoos. Oh, my gosh, prison Bill and Ted were... The, the fact that they... That they ran into crazy sides of themselves that just just slowly got worse and worse as they went like uh, further and further in the future. Like mm-hmm. just the fact that they spiral so hard when the princesses like divorce them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is like insane. Sense. Is insane. They get so big when they're in in prison. <laughs> yeah, and then they meet up with themselves and they they're faking like British accents. Yeah, and, so stupid, so funny. It's I don't know if if Keanu is just that bad at a British accent, or if he's oh really, he sucked, or if he's really good at at doing a bad British accent. Like how do you like how do you know how do you know? I think he was pretending to be bad at it. You think so? Has yeah. a, has, has Keanu ever been in a movie where he has to have a British accent? <sighs> I, I would love I to. Cannot know. think of one. I li- I literally don't think so. Um, I I can't think of I'm one. Gonna, right. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. I don't think he not. had one in Much Ado About Nothing. I think he's 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 got an American accent in that. Um, and in Dangerous Liaisons, he's got an American accent because everybody's American in that movie. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, I mean, I, I think. Honestly, truly, we should just watch every single, every single Keanu Reeves movie. I think we should just, just from start to finish, all of them. We should just, we should just start from the beginning because Keanu is an angel on this planet. 
um, who deserves us to watch every single movie he's ever been in. I, I wholeheartedly believe in that, but I wholeheartedly agree with what you just said. But um, are there <laughs> are there some that we can definitely not watch? <laughs> sure. I mean, we maybe could skip the second speed. I I I don't know. All right. All right. Well, uh, we we definitely need to do more uh, bio episodes because we only ever did the one. And, <laughs> and that was four years ago. And so. that was four years ago. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. All right. Let's do, let's go back. Sorry, I, de- I derailed the conversation. Back to the plot keywords. Yeah, and then we can talk about some trivia that I'm reading, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the plot keywords we got for Bill and Ted Face the Music are sequel, third part, station, <laughs> station, character names in title, nostalgia. There's a fucking plot keyword for station? <laughs> Wait. Wow. Dude, I can't even. I don't get why. What? Uh, Whoa. What is, what is what? that? What? Tell me. Tell me. I don't even know what that means. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, station is is a... No, but this could be for this train station. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? That's gotta be. That's That means train station, for sure. Yeah, right? And then there's like an animated... There's an anime movie on here that I wanted to watch called Your Name. Um, that that has a plot keyword name that has station, but that could also maybe be a train. <laughs> Is there a train in, in Valyrian uh, and the city of the Thousand Planets? Is that is there a, is there a train station in that? Uh, I don't. Apollo, Apollo thirteen is definitely a space station. <laughs> uh, is it? It's not. It's a spaceship. It's not well, a station. Well, I know, but don't don't they go to? Sorry, the the movie's on here, but they go to. They, go to they a... don't go to a space station. It's it's a spaceship. That's it. It's well, a then, sa- what's, it's... then what station? <laughs> Dude, it's, it. it's this conspiracy, man. Dude, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna Every... find I'm gonna find the station conspiracy and I'm gonna I'm gonna crack it. <laughs> okay. Much like much like you with the with the with the, with the other one, uh, uh... Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm just going to read some trivia. Uh, yes, during filming in a neighborhood in Louisiana, the cast and crew were often greeted by local residents. One day, Keanu Reeves noticed a sign on the lawn that said, You're breathtaking. He stopped, got out of the car, went to the sign, and autographed it. After finding out whom the sign belonged, he went to the family and posed for a photo with them. Aww. He's such a sweet, sweet man. Um, Samara Weaving won the role of Thea in this movie after Keanu Reeves found out that she was the niece of Hugo Weaving. Keanu had worked with Hugo in The Matrix. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. I didn't know that she was the niece of Hugo Weaving. Yeah, me neither. Um, Keanu Reeves had to shave his beard for this role. Um... It's re- it was released 31 years after the original in 1989. Um, and Alex Winter has has really not been in any other movies other than uh, 
it, then this movie freaked in 1993, so he completely just stopped acting. Like, he had to go back to acting school uh, in order to, to be back in this movie. Which I think it was great because they both really embodied the characters. And same with with Keanu Reeves. Like, he even walked like Ted. Like, he, like, moved his body. He, like, kind of walks with, like, a wide stance and... And stuff like that, and like kind of pulls his feet along as he's going. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And he's he did that same thing, and it was like just like bring that character back, man. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Then we have just some uh, just some stuff about the actors. Nothing super interesting. Obviously, it was cool to see Dave Grohl in this movie. Who was a you know, the lead singer of the Foo Fighters and drummer in Nirvana, so that's cool. Yep, Dave Grohl is uh, is is also an angel on this planet. He is, he is. And uh, also, remember, we saw him because we went to the Grease sing-along at the Hollywood Bowl. Remember, uh, were you there with my brother? Or was, what is it, somebody else who went that year with when Dave, my brother met Dave the, Grohl? The sing-along? Was it the sing-along? Yeah, but you went to one... With Raymond and Vicky, no, no. Did no. you did you go to I, both of yours too? No, I went to the I went to the one with Christy, with Paulo. Oh and yeah, Christy. and Paulo. Yeah, yeah. So that was the year where uh, Dave Grohl's like box was like down the way from us, and then Paulo went over there and said hi to him. Remember that? Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I do that was remember awesome. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Dave Grohl. He was pretty funny in this too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing in my house? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> the fucking SWAT team game. It was yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was completely, completely as into the SWAT team game. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, jeez. Oh, so over man. the top. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I like how they tried to pull, like, from the, um, what was it? Like, in the first two movies, Bill and Ted will constantly, uh, when they're fighting someone, they'll say, well, after this, if, 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 uh, future us is remember to go back in time and, and put yeah. this somewhere, we'll find right. it here. And then, yeah. there it is. And, uh, they tried to do that too when they were fighting with, uh, the, the, uh, British, the British thems at Dave Grohl's house. And they were like, mm. like, they're not going to know what we're going to do if we do this. And then they like, yeah. put buckets on their head and then fell yeah. out a window. Yeah, because they didn't know where they were gonna end up. I guess I don't know. It was, it was silly. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, it's very silly. So, so, so that's that's Bill and Ted. Let's go to the uh, meta score. Yes, the meta score. Um, it got a 66 meta score, which is pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Looks like Movie Nation Roger Moore gave it a 38 and took it way too seriously. Again, oh, don't take this movie too gosh. seriously, man. I don't know what you, oh, you're thinking. He gosh. said, a sentimental and cheerful affair that doesn't amount to much more than an attempt to tap into their residual good vibes. What's wrong with that, Roger Moore? Yeah, I mean, I, and and it's it's not like anything that Roger Moore technically said was all that bad. Like, why did he have to give it a 38? <laughs> I don't know. Um, like, you, you could have easily said that and gave it, like, a 50. <laughs> I'm going to read the screen cut Crush 70. Um, it says, okay. Bill and Ted face the music, breezes by for 95 minutes, cruising along with the same chill energy that Bill and Ted bring to, to every room they enter. 
It's admittedly very slight, and the ending is way too abrupt. Still, Matheson and Salabon <laughs> managed to make a movie about how life's accumulating failures can turn people cynical without making Bill and Ted into cynics themselves. Yeah. Um. Oh, another thing. <laughs> you, you talking about uh, Alex Winters and uh, William Sadler basically basically coming out of retirement to mm-hmm. to uh, film these movies. Um, has does Orion doesn't still make movies really, does it? Or or did they did like it's it said Orion in the beginning. Does Orion still make movies? Yeah. I they believe do. that they do. Um they do. Uh, William Sadler still makes movies. I didn't say that he Oh he came I, I out was, of retirement. Oh I was reading the Oh m- maybe I read the trivia wrong. Was it he fi- he starred in the movie with William Sadler freaked? Was it freaked? Oh, did he? I I, I I read it wrong. I heard I, oh. I just saw both their names in the in the trivia where you said that, that Alex Winters like came like basically went back into acting to do this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no no no. Um but anyway, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I like I just zoned out. I guess when I saw Orion I was a little confused because I, I, I guess I didn't think Orion was still making movies. And... I think they are, but it was like oh, that... the old school Orion. Yeah, um... it was. Yeah, yeah. I, but it was cool. It was cool seeing that. Um, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Definitely. It took me by surprise. <laughs> Let's check this out. We can we can look on, on this IMDb. Why don't you find something that you like? Yeah, I'll, I'll look at the rest of the, the snippets. Um, let's see. Uh, all right, I'll read uh, the IndieWire. Uh, they gave it a 75. They said, uh, Face of Music is a giant party of a movie, made all the more gratifying by the way it sits at odds with the divisive moment that greets its release. Uh, things may be dire in this movie and IRL, but Bill and Ted's unbridled enthusiasm as their... As their stumbles through daunting circumstances turn gleeful ignorance into a form of escapism. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Orion is still very much making movies. They made Black Klansmen, or they helped produce, distribute Black Klansmen, and also uh, okay. RoboCop, which we gotta watch next for the uh, quarantine movie roulette. The, the new RoboCop or the old? Uh, I think new? both. Okay. I think both. Bo- they so but did so did their did their whole Orion thing go up like during Black Klansman in the beginning because I don't remember seeing that. I did mean, they, there's a lot of production companies that make movies that slash distribute movies, so I think they were just the distributor. I think they were the theatrical release. Um, like they paid to have the movie distributed, basically. Okay. Um, obviously, there's a ton of production companies involved with like all sorts of movies even this one yeah yeah all right so that is bill and ted face the music <laughs> um if uh, if you like this episode you can leave a comment uh you could do that on soundcloud or facebook to search all by the popcorn and like our page uh, if you want to leave a little review for our show here, it helps other people to find us. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. 
And in order, and if you need uh, notifications for future episodes that we release, you can follow our Twitter. We've got at by the popcorn and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast. We also have merch and we have a YouTube channel all by the popcorn podcast and you can subscribe to that. And uh, that is it. Also, Emily's got an awesome um, Twitch stream that she streams three times a week. Her handle is Polished Gamer. So if you want to go directly talk with Emily, uh, do that. Yes. Yes. If you want to come chat with me, you are more than welcome. <laughs> thanks, everyone. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.